Welcome to the Noonday Meditation with Wayne Vernon. Acts chapter 6, 1 and following. In those days when the number of disciples was increasing, the Grecian Jews among them complained against the Hebraic Jews because their widows were being overlooked in the daily distribution of food. So the twelve gathered all the disciples together and said, It would not be right for us to neglect the ministry of the word of God in order to wait on tables. Brothers, choose seven men from among you who are known to be full of the spirit and wisdom. We will turn this responsibility over to them and will give our attention to prayer and the ministry of the word. Recognizing that the charity to the Hellenist widows needed urgent attention, the leaders of the community proposed that the members choose seven men from among them to administer the program. The text, however, suggests that the seven men were to be Hellenists, that is, Greek-speaking brethren who would be more familiar with the needy widows among them and be better able to communicate with them. The first basic qualification which the apostles laid down for these persons was that they were to be full of the Spirit. The phrase full of the Spirit is interesting. It is not unique to this passage and deserves attention. It is encountered in several other passages in Luke's writings. For example, Luke chapter 4 and the verse 8 states, Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers and elders of the people, in Acts chapter 7, 55, But Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, looked up to heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Acts chapter 11, 22 and following, News of this reached the heirs of the church at Jerusalem and they sent Barnabas to Antioch. When he arrived and saw the evidence of the grace of God. He was glad and encouraged them all to remain true to the Lord with all their hearts. He was a man full of the Holy Spirit and faith, and a great number of people were brought to the Lord. This phrase seemed to suggest that, according to one writer, they were to have manifested a special degree of allowing the Spirit to work in them. Men who had received the Holy Spirit proceeding from the Father and the Son, together with all the powers and the gifts of wisdom and knowledge which the Spirit imparted, full of the Holy Ghost, says one writer, not full of miraculous gifts, which would have been no qualification for the duties required, but spiritually gifted. Although two of them 
were said to be men whom God worked through miraculously. Why, why are such prominent personal gifts and qualifications demanded, says one writer? Not simply because the administration of the property of the church was to be entrusted to these officers, but undoubtedly also for the following reason. Their duties were not to be restricted to the simply physical wants and the direction of purely temporal interests. They would be specifically required to provide likewise for the spiritual wants of the poor and generally to promote the spiritual interests of the church. What is the significance of this phrase and what is its, relevant, its relevance to the community of the Spirit today? My brothers and my sisters, the people of God who are to serve in the body of Christ must be spirit people who are spirit-filled. Spirit-filled people. People who have submitted and surrendered their will to him. So today, as we ponder this phrase and read the other passages in which it is employed, let us think about how we will ask the Holy Spirit today to help us to surrender to his will. How we will ask the Holy Spirit today to help us that we would be people who have submitted our will and allow the Holy Spirit to work through us. When we allow the Holy Spirit to work through us by our surrender to him in faith it is amazing what he will accomplish in and through us today may we pray and ask God that we will be people full of his spirit should you need further instructions in these matters, please feel free to text the number 647-696-0422. And if you've not yet surrendered your life to the Lord Jesus Christ, today is a day that you should commit yourself to him. And we invite you, we encourage you, we admonish you to surrender your life to him if you have not yet done so. If you desire to surrender to him, then please text the word salvation to this number and someone will be standing by to support you right now. If you have not yet secured your copy of my book, Six Practices of Effective Leadership, today is your day to pick up your copy on Amazon. The link is conveniently provided for you in the description below. If you're in Ontario, you could get your copy at the West Toronto Church of God located at 1655 Wilson Avenue in North York. If you're in Jamaica, you could get your copy at the Montego Bay, Mandeville, Waltham Park, 
and Sterling Castle New Testament Churches of God. Or you could get your copy at the bookshop at the head office of the New Testament Church of God located in Rodenspen, Old Harbor. We would love to hear from you how core leadership services may journey with you in preparing leaders for greater and for future leadership responsibilities in your organization or local church. We would be delighted to journey with you as we have been journeying with some churches and corporate organizations. Your organization could do greater things for God with leaders who are prepared to do what God has called them to do. So let's hear from you today and we'll be delighted to journey with you. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Noonday Meditation with Pastor Wayne Vernon. Please forward this study to your friends, your relatives, associates, neighbors, and all those persons in your social network. If you have a prayer request, please feel free to communicate with us and we will commit to supporting you in prayer. Until we meet again tomorrow, Shalom.